Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. say the studio but in my house um (laughs) for today's cast we are going to cover some really awesome things i'm going to let her explain her background she is the editor in chief of oxygen magazine uh we've crossed paths gosh two or three times now serendipitously so and we've worked with a couple other people i did another cast with two of the girls she recruited for her cover magazine which will be coming out amber and katie um so it's she's she's got a great string of humans um an incredible heart and we're gonna talk about her background without further ado welcome laura thank you I'm excited to have you um why don't we jump right in with a little bit of your background where you're coming from your life hmm. and then we'll get into the magazine and everything else where am i coming from where you come from <laughs> <laughs> well i was born a poor black child there you go <laughs> Only people my age will get that reference, probably. Laura's <laughs> 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 a jokester and a crossfitter, so <laughs> just for frame of reference for everybody. Um, I, are you talking about my fitness background? I or mean, yeah, just you, where you, you grew <coughs> up, your East Coast kid, fitness. Yes, I grew up in the East Coast, Washington, D.C., which was a really cool place to grow up because you could go downtown and just hang out at the Smithsonian, and it was all free. You know I went to George so. Mason University, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I absolutely, <laughs> which is Fairfax, Virginia, if you don't know, go Patriots. Um, but <laughs> D.C., I fell in love with. Like, absolutely loved it. So yeah. yeah. It's, it's a pretty, oops, it's a pretty cool place to grow up. Yeah. Um, went to college in Wisconsin. Okay. Slightly different. Went to <laughs> grad school in Florida. Uh, I've lived in seven different states, so including Colorado. I lived in Aspen for a year, and I taught skiing. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. that. You did the ski bum life? I did. I had two years of the ski bum life. Yes. I did one year in Park City. Oh. And one year in Aspen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mad res- that's th- I think those are critical growing years. <laughs> was it, it was right awesome. after college? It was, yeah. Okay. It was right after college, and I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> that's when that's when you go do I want to go ski. <laughs> so I did. Make no money. Nope. No money Eat whatsoever. Be yep. simple. Yep. Yep. I lived, in par- I lived in Salt Lake and had to drive up to Park City. Oh because gosh. that's what I could afford with some crappy apartment down in well, did they the give West you End. Did, was, was there employee housing then? <laughs> Vail um, has that now in Colorado. You know what? No, because, well, Aspen wasn't owned by the ski company yet. Okay. okay. I think they were just beginning to buy everything out. I, I taught at the Highlands, and that was like a family-owned um, resort okay. for a really long time. Okay. Um, they eventually got bought out, so everybody kind of does. Yeah. Um, so you're a great yeah. skier, I presume. Um, I yes, <laughs> I can hold my own. <laughs> I did have and like a, I had a <laughs> ski throw down with a friend of mine in Connecticut who kept saying he was a better skier than I was, and I was like, uh, no, I'm like I don't. He was an East Coast skier. I was like I don't brag a lot no. about stuff. I'm like, but I'm <laughs> sure I could kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, well, this is a safe <laughs> pla- place to brag, so throw it all out there. But yeah, but we did have a ski throw down. Okay, and uh. I'll give him props on like the speed because he was like a racer, but 
you just go straight downhill though. that doesn't count <laughs> like you gotta hit the moguls or something like yeah i like the moguls i like the steep stuff i like the trees i like all that stuff okay um so i beat him on that good so go girl we declared a tie oh that sounds very but generous you know very <laughs> generous i think we know the truth here <laughs> no he's good he's good skier no okay okay so uh, so we're at, we're ski bums what was after that um it's hard to get serious after that right <laughs> yes well i went to went to grad school okay well and uh yeah you um for screenwriting and film production which okay. clearly i'm not using well the screenwriting i feel like is somewhat <laughs> applicable like it's writing and uh, kind of <laughs> you're writing scripts or something <laughs> <laughs> sort of yeah. yeah i do like make up a lot of things <laughs> um but when i was in miami i went to school grad school in miami I um, got into fitness competitions. Okay. But, like, not like the dancey, gymnastic y kind <laughs> where you did like a routine and all that business. But I did like obstacle course races. Oh. It was sort of like a schizophrenic blend of like, okay, so you run this obstacle course race and you're a total badass. But then, like, you put on five inch Lucite heels and strut around in a bikini. What is it? Is this like the decathlon of <laughs> fitness? Or I don't even know what this is. Well, see, it don't exist anymore. It was like the oh. OG of Spartan races, right? Was, that's but what like it sounds it was, like. It was short. It was short, like less than two minute obstacle course, like SWAT team style thing. Okay. Well, no wonder you like CrossFit now. Like Laura's a phenomenal CrossFitter, by the way. But <laughs> so that, that fits X amount of years later. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the bikini part, but like well, <laughs> yeah, you would get judged like, it, I mean, your time was your time on the obstacle course and there was no sort of denying that. But then yeah. like the bathing suit part was always subjective. Yeah. Well, we don't wear a lot in CrossFit as it is, but yeah, you're True. not getting, we're not getting scores. Although we're getting judged, I'm sure most days. Yeah. So you don't wear big you know stripper heels either yeah this so is true well that. not across it i'm well, just no. kidding <laughs> <laughs> i hope not that would suck yeah, to that yeah my health insurance <laughs> is not good we're not we're not being that crazy yeah no <laughs> um and so after i finished grad school i went to la okay because that's what everybody with the screenplay in their pocket does for sure and i temped at uh buena vista television distribution at Disney, on the Disney lot, which is not the happiest place on earth. It's the most miserable place on earth. Oh. You have to work there. Revealed. Okay. Uh, well, at least at Buena Vista it was. And um, my job was to uh, categorize a bunch of videotapes and reschedule, like if you missed your download for a syndicated TV show <laughs> as like a a TV station, like let's say you missed your full house download that you were supposed to download, it was supposed to air the okay. next day or whatever at five o'clock. Yeah. Then I would have to schedule you a new feed on like this big grid so okay. that you could then download it so that you could then air it or else you got in trouble or got fired or whatever. Okay. <laughs> old school days. Yeah. Old school days. Yep. So that was my job. Okay. It was awful. Um, I was just supposed to temp. And of course they're like, oh, we really like you to be full time. I'm like, oh God, no. Oh, no, please no. Yeah. Um, but I was going to a gym in the valley, and um, there was always this guy who would come in dressed in, like, a cowboy hat, a, <laughs> a snapped-up button <laughs> shirt, cowboy boots, like, tight Wrangler jeans. Perfect. And he would come in, go into the dressing room, and come out wearing, like, homeless sweatpants with holes all over them like a t-shirt that probably it was just held together with sweat at that point and then awesome. like 
a pair of tennis shoes that were like the old school Reeboks with the straps, with the straps, like, oh. but they were signed by <laughs> yeah. Corey Everson. Yes. And so he wore them all the time. Okay. And I was like, who's this dude, right? And he would come in every day. And I was training for some fitness show. And um, he came over and we started a conversation. He's like, oh, what are you doing? And I told him and he's like, oh, that's cool. You know, and then we started discussing why I was in L.A. And and uh, he's like, well, you seem to know a lot about fitness and you can write. He goes, did you ever think about writing for a magazine? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, well, I'm the uh, I'm the editor of Flex magazine, which is a big bodybuilding title. That's right. And uh, it was a Weeder pub, and at the time, Weeder was in the valley. They had a huge office made out of, like, crazy marble and glass. And Perfect. It was a very strange place. But uh, he's like, oh, come by, and, you know, I'll walk you around the office and introduce you to some people, and, you know, you can decide if you want to, like, write fitness stuff. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's better than, would you say, Buena Vista or Oh, Buena God, valley it was so bad, yeah. Um, so he walked me around a couple of days later, and I met – you know, people at Muscle and Fitness, and at that time, Shape was still um, in, like, a little satellite building off the main building, and um, we had solid men's fitness, like, everything, all the weirder titles were huge, like, bodybuilding was, like, on the up, and it was huge, and Joe Weeder still owned it, and he was still, like, part of it, and um, maybe, like, two weeks after that, I got an assignment for Muscle and Fitness, doing some kind of profile on an athlete or something and I just kind of started from there boom yeah that's a pi- that's literally like universe coming <laughs> at you 100 miles an hour being like here's what you're gonna do yeah <laughs> here is your life take okay. it or leave it yeah so how long were you with them um I just freelanced I freelanced oh, okay. for like 16 years oh wow for all different magazines it started with muscle fitness and then I did some couple things for random magazines like skiing and um and then I did a bunch of work for the Kennedy Publications, which were in Canada, and they used to own Oxygen, Muscle Mag, International, uh, Curves, which was some weird deviant sort of. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we won't even go there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anybody who knows about that knows about that, and that's all you need to know. Um, so I worked for them as well. I just freelanced for whoever. Okay. Um, is it, can you still do that in this day and age in the landscape of the marketplace or is have things just totally changed? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I still have, I mean, the people who write for me now are all contractors. Gotcha. Um, and that's what they do. Okay. Uh, primarily. Um, some of them have full-time jobs also and do that on the side for extra money. But, um, yeah, I mean, I still have a, a good stable of people who that's all they do. Okay. Um, and because, you know, magazines and things are sort of, everything's changing mm-hmm. the staff is getting smaller and smaller so the contractors have more of an opportunity to actually make a living right right um, <coughs> that kind of sounds ideal and honestly i think we're our young people i don't want to say because i want to stay with your, with your background the journey um but you know young people are graduating they don't want the corporate full-time job and even though benefits and all this stuff is cushy they really like that mm-hmm. freelance contractor or what have you so yeah. that well, honestly, I've never worked in an office my whole life. Really? Like, never. Cheers to that. That's a, that's awesome. And, you know, Unless even you though, like I mean, I'm a full-time salaried employee right. for Oxygen, but I don't have an office. I work at home, which yeah. is pretty unusual for, you know, an editor-in-chief to, like, not have to go to the office. Yeah. And I'm totally grateful for that. But, 
I don't even know if I could. Like, I don't, I, I don't know if I could do the office politics. You know, I, I've always had a home office. Yeah, even when I've had the one or two times that I've actually had on paper full time jobs, ever outside of contracting, I was never in an office. No. I've never even thought about it, but yeah, think no, I, I couldn't. I could tell you that right now. I absolutely could not. No, I don't think I could. And yeah. I, I lived for a long time with my cousin in okay. California, and um, we shared three or four different apartments. And she always had an office job, and she yeah. would put on the pantyhose and the <laughs> sensible <laughs> shoes, and be sweating her ass off as she's going out the door. She's like, I hate my life. You're like, I'm yeah, like, see you later. Where's my leggings? I'm gonna work in my pajamas today. <laughs> Ciao. She's like, I hate you. Uh, that's <laughs> I know the little things. But that's those big things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, um, <coughs> I lost track of what I was so saying. So, we Weeder, um, Flex Magazine. Mm. What was that thing? Freelancing. Um, I mean, I freelanced right up until, let's see. Alex was born in 2012. My son was born in 2012. So, and I moved to Connecticut in 2013. So right up to that point, okay, I was freelancing full time, awesome. um, but the Kennedy publications went bankrupt. Robert okay. Kennedy died. Um, his wife, I don't know what happened. Something got botched in the finances, and all the magazines went bankrupt. I actually, I, I think I do remember hearing about this. Yeah. Okay. They owed me thousands of dollars, thousands, and. They went bankrupt, which meant I had nothing. Wow. And they were 75% of my income. No way. <coughs> so Could you sue them or wh what happens? Well, what are you going to sue? Like, they're bankrupt. Yeah. They filed bankruptcy. Like, there's nothing to sue. Wow. So they had to sell off all their assets. And I did get a couple thousand here and there after they s settled with everybody that they owed money to. But, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know. Holy cow. Anyway. Um, and I was moving east. I'd already planned to move and everything out of California. And um, right about that time, um, AIM bought Oxygen Got and it. Muscle okay. Mag and Clean Eating and Vegetarian Times. And those were all. Um, AIM's considered a media company, right? That'd be like their yeah. title? Okay. Uh, I don't even know what they would call themselves. I mean, their active interest it. media is, the, is what AIM stands for. Right. But they have all kinds of titles. They have horse titles, sailing, gardening, okay. all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, they're a know. company that owns a bunch of magazines, right? Yeah. They In have, gosh, I don't know, 30. Really? I, mean, I would say 20 or 30. Holy yeah. cow. Are they one of know. the bigger ones out there? <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Like they players? have like uh, their, their publications are more like niche publications rather than like big sellers like as opposed to like um <coughs> meredith corporation or condé right. nast or somebody who own like you know mary claire and time warner or something yeah time warner like there's there's huge companies that own a lot of magazines um i, I think aim is they have their own little sort of pocket right. of niche publications and they're very specific about what it is they want to acquire and what they want to represent which is cool yeah you know? they're out of boulder by the way yeah Fun in boulder fact. Um, anyway, so they bought Oxygen, and um, they wanted me to be editor-in-chief from the get-go, and I was moving. And at the time, they had offices in Valencia in California, and they oh. wanted somebody to be there. They wanted somebody to be in California. I was already leaving. And you're like, I have a hard no office rule. <laughs> so <Well> I, <laughs> I wasn't about to announce that. <laughs> but uh, I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't 
can't like I, it was like you know everything that I had wanted to like happen was gonna happen and then I was leaving yeah. and I was like oh so I moved and they hired somebody else to to do that position but I worked remotely as the fitness editor okay for a couple of years and then you know as things happen people got fired or laid off or changed or whatever left places and and eventually I ended up taking that position because we didn't have an office anymore it got dissolved like like most offices yeah <laughs> because we just couldn't baby. support the space with the amount of people that were in it so yeah. it was too expensive so I dissolved it and um yeah so that's kind of like the very fast and dirty history of it. <laughs> history well, so of how, me <laughs> how long have you been with oxygen now in the position I'm in now yeah Three years. Oh, okay. Want to say? But okay. I was the fitness editor for two, two and a half, almost okay. three. So, so collectively, like five, six years with Oxygen. Yeah, like okay. helping you know with the creative and all that business and so. everything. Again, and this isn't the, the place for modesty. You can brag. Yeah. Um, she literally <laughs> has her hand in everything. Like I said, I know her because I've met her. Um, oh gosh, through one of her a few of them now cover models for oxygen and we are talking more about the business side than even the magazine mm -hmm. um so she kind of checks all those boxes <laughs> um and one of the things i'm excited to talk about now is because i'm on the marketing branding side and i even see you know how this transitioning in the marketing space we were earlier we were talking about our young consumers and how marketing behaviors are evolving how traditional mediums are you know coming up with new ways and becoming relevant in different ways um and irrelevant in others um, and then we were talking about vinyl as, you know, kind of come back in as far <laughs> as music. So you don't, you never know what's next, <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited to, to hear your perspective on where the magazine or the print industry is now and, you know, where you think it's going. And then maybe what are some of the things that Oxygen's doing, um, that's fresh or different or mm. that have been really successful. I mean, unfortunately print is having a super hard time because like you said, like advertising is right. I think advertisers don't really know what it is that they want at this point because social media is so pervasive. Yeah. And like we were talking about the influencers or, you know, <laughs> they dump a whole bunch of money into people of millions of followers and they don't get anything in return. All right. So now they're kind of like, well, we can't invest in those people, but we don't want to invest in print because we feel like it's dying. So where do we put our money? They just don't know. They, they don't, don't know, know what to do with it. It's evolving space. Um, and so, I mean, honestly, you need somebody who tells them what they need to spend it on yeah and i think that those people are sort of far and few between because yeah. we even like we were saying like you have the old school people who still are stuck in that groove and mm -hmm. then you have the up-and-coming people who are like oh well social media is everything and right. it's like well it's not everything it's part of the thing but like right. you can't put all your eggs in that basket it's just not feasible well, if you have a company, you know, we had a company that we did, you know, a collective effort where it was, you know, influencer marketing campaign alongside digital campaign. Like we kind of picked the package yeah. of everything. And thankfully, a company at the time understood that. But you had to be able to lean into all those angles because yeah. you're not it's not like a kill all birds with one stone. Like magazine is is one audience. Digital is mm -hmm. another. And, and they're all relevant. So well, and they can all be connected for sure. But. I think that people still have yet to figure out how to make that happen and be profitable at the same time. Yeah. Um, because they are different. Right. Like they can cross over, 
pretty easily, mm-hmm. but you have to have the people with the talents to make that happen. Yeah. Um, to translate what's in print into digital or to take a print medium and add to it so that there can also be a social campaign that goes with it. Sure, sure. Um, or, sorry. No, you're fine. Microphone. Um, or some kind of a digital program or, I don't know, e well or whatever, but it's just. It has to be. You have, it has to be looked at as more of like a package, like yeah. you said, rather than just like, okay, we're only going to buy this. We're only going to buy that. Right. Cause well, I think that's where our influencers need to come in. And even if they're with one company and they're going to be working with an o- oxygen or another um, media platform, of saying, okay, they can kind of be, you know, the pilot in that situation, saying, let's do this, and then they can leverage their brand, maybe pack some commission in on the backside if they're, you know, if they're bringing a company to a magazine's table and they sell it out, whatever. But there is, you know, there's a lot of opportunity for them if they understand the business game to further everybody's brand and awareness through their platform and mm-hmm. then and then further their their pla- their personal platform. Right. Um, well, and it but it's all new. Uh, yeah, it's new and and people don't know their value. Right. They don't know what they're worth. They don't know how to ask for it, especially yeah. women. Like oh, it drives me crazy. And I mean, I'm a very direct person. <laughs> and yes, people she take is. that East Coast take in that the house the wrong way. <laughs> But if a man was direct with you, they wouldn't yeah. call him an asshole. Right. You know, they're like, oh, she's bitchy. Yeah. Well, so is Oprah. So is like, Madonna. He would so be like okay. assertive or, you know, dedicated. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Because I'm direct. Well, from one, I, I, I don't <laughs> know if I'm super direct all the time, but I appreciate it because particularly in business, because then there's. You know, there's just not a lot of side. You can get right down to what you need, when, how, like we're right here. And then there's not a lot of time for fluff. And if afterwards mm-hmm. it's like, yo, you mad? No. Oh, okay, cool. All right. What are we going to do? Like, you can almost, <laughs> like, I really appreciate my strong women and men like that um, because it just streamlines the process, especially when, you know, someone like you're multitasking, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You, you do have to be direct and like, here's what I need. Here's the deadline. Here's how we operate. And you move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So well, I appreciate it. And, you know, a lot of the influencers, Obviously, all of our influencers for Oxygen are women. Yeah. Um, and like I was saying, like, they don't know how to ask for what it is that they're worth. Yeah. Because, I mean, especially in the fitness industry, it's been one of those kind of markets where, like, oh, you should be grateful that we're using you right. as a model, or you should be grateful that you have a sponsorship, that you just get a bunch of protein powder, or you should just be oh, grateful for whatever, like... Products blah 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 you get paid in products it's like well pro- I, uh, I can't give my products the electric company they don't care right you know right they don't give a crap if you give me shoes right I have to pay my bills like right so I kind of don't blame them for not knowing because again it is you just don't know that's literally the <laughs> I keep talking about influencer manual it's coming out to American tequila the actual manual um and it talks about this purely out of experience because I've gone through it so many times even as athletes mm-hmm. um you know we were training you and, and working alongside gyms everyone's asking you to wear the shirt take the product post tag mm-hmm. whatever and all of that is brand leverage and once you have like a five minute conversation nine times out of ten they get it within again a ten minute combo of oh i didn't realize i was giving else i didn't understand what my value was and it's like mm-hmm. well you shift the perspective just a little and 10 years from now it's even going to be more valuable because those are the angles of where we're really getting the word out and it's got to be this really or- organic authentic way because that's the way the audience is consuming so Right. There's that tangent, but I'm 100% <coughs> with you. Right. So now you have to coach influencers as well. You add that to the job yeah, title. Yeah, because I have time for that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm under my wing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's real. But on the flip side, I will say you are getting these phenomenal humans coming, and they seem incredibly receptive. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem resistant in any capacity. 
um, because you are coaching them. However, it's all a business and a money game. And you have all these young women looking up to them. So, you know, that's a major ripple effect. Mm -hmm. If you can get the right people, put them on the right platform and then have them saying the right messages. Where back in the day, it was a lot of we don't really care what kind of human you are. How do you look? Right. And that's That's not what we want. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that's true. And I do have to give Laura, uh, Laura a shout out. So I'm sorry if I say your name wrong. This <laughs> we're not even drinking tequila, so I don't know. It's just <laughs> late in the day. Um, but w- she is picky, and this is a massive, you know, gold star from my end to her uh, about who she works with. Like really, genuinely trying to get varsity humans, um, companies that do things the right way, that are cleaner products. Most companies, like people, will just take on anyone that will be an ad sponsor or, you know, they'll just take money to be an ambassador, but she is genuinely picky. And that's hard in this day and age, like finding sponsors and, and advertisers is tough. Mm-hmm. So to be picky, um, yeah, really a gold star in your direction because that's hard. And, well, but thanks. it, but then it keeps it the validity of the magazine and what you guys are putting. Yeah. Out there. I mean, and when I first came on, I, I locked horns with our ad rep a lot yeah. because they had accounts with big supplement companies that were, that the guy was literally in jail. The guy who owned it was in jail. <laughs> like that's not even a lie. He had no, illegal I, ingredients in his products. I he think was I in know jail. Who he is. Yeah. And they were like, "Well, they spend one hundred and fifty thousand dollars with us every year." I'm like, "I don't care." Yeah. He is in jail. We are the only magazine that is putting their ads in. Yeah. I'm like the only one. Yeah. That's why they're spending so much money. I'm like, we can find that money somewhere else. This guy's in jail. Hello. Yeah. And she was like, she didn't care. She just wanted the bottom line. She wanted to sell it. And I was like, there's so many other companies out there you could sell that are nice products, that are clean. And that's that old school school mentality. Yeah. But now our young people, they know how to dig into those news stories. Before, I think there was like Mm -hmm. a a barrier where you kind of maybe didn't know what was going on. Now you can find who out, what jail he's in, where he's at, <laughs> what product, where the ingredients Jailing really it. came from. Like everything's yeah. transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're under 13, you're a sleuth on Google, man. Oh, you for can sure. literally find anything. Yep. So, yeah. Put your six year old son to work there. Oh, gosh. Time. Please. <laughs> trying to keep him off the computer right now. For real. My Angry Bird. Yeah. All day. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other combo. Okay. Um, well, so, so, well, go ahead. You oh, no. I was just going to say, in terms of the, the people that I like to hire. Yeah. Um, I mean, and again, we're back to like the whole influencer follower idea where, you know, people who have a million, two million followers does not necessarily mean that those followers are our audience. Right. And all you have to do is scroll through somebody's Instagram and they're naked or half naked or 90% of the pictures of their ass. Right. None of those followers are going to buy anything that I'm selling. Right. Well, they're, they're all men. Creepers. Right. They're men. Exactly. And there's, you know, minimal women who follow them. So, like, maybe a million and a half of those followers are men. Right. And they're not useful to me. Right. In terms of audience or sales or... Well, it doesn't convert to ROI. No. So not at all. So, um, I don't care a lot about the influencers. And I think I'm kind of solo in that whole thing because yeah. so many people are like, well, this coach doesn't have, you know... So they only have this many followers or they have only this much blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, but did you look at the engagement that they have with those followers? I'm mm-hmm. like, I would rather have somebody who has fifty thousand followers who follow their every move Absolutely. than two million followers who just like they're in your feed every once in a while and they just are. Right. But you don't care so much and they don't connect with you and you don't talk to them or like there's no conversation on social media and you've never met them in person and they just 
right. they're just a celebrity of some kind. Right. Well, I think in, in even two years from now, I don't think this will be a conversation. It's just so new I for marketing agencies. I, I can pl- I'm with you 100%. Mm-hmm. And um, particularly the larger, older, like old school marketing agencies, like this stuff is so brand new. It's, mm-hmm. oh, well, there's an algorithm to, you know, measure the conversion rate with amount of followers to sales. And, mm-hmm. and it's such a larger conversation than that. But again, everybody is so new to this and everyone's kind of scrambling. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in meetings where I literally think they Googled influencer marketing on the way to the meeting. <laughs> They're like, here's what it is. And I'm like, it's probably true. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. And these are six figure contracts. Like, these are big conversations. Yeah. And you sit there and you're like, wait, what? You're you're recruiting this person because, oh, well, they're a supermodel and they did this. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, but they do yoga and we're slinging CrossFit. So I'm glad right. they look good, but it's totally, like, this it's will never sell. It's not the right sell. market, yeah. Right. So well, and, like, you know, when, when I first started, the marketing team was pitching me. They're like, oh, well, we found all these great coaches online that we should consider for some of your online courses. I was like, all right, send me the links or whatever. The first three were just naked. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> The next three had like zero certifications. They were just somebody who got in the ground floor of Instagram and just became an overnight sensation for whatever weird reason. Yeah. They don't have any background in athletics. They have no training credentials. They have no certifications. I'm like, no. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, Well, and it's I just weird. And then the one I just laughed out loud because they were like, well, this girl was on road rules and now she's a trainer. I'm like, oh, for good God's sake, please. <laughs> I was like, I would get eaten alive by my audience if I hired this person to train anybody. I'm like, maybe she's a legit trainer. I have no idea. But she was on road rules. It's like, okay, (laughs) this is your platform. You're a trainer now. You used to be on road rules. I I mean, but I think that's where a lot of the, that, again, you have platform and then and now we're seeing the transition of, oh, it looks good. And whatever you're being sold, people buy. Now audiences can dig into the details of like, does this person know what they're talking about? Do they actually have the background? Mm-hmm. And that, so that's young consumer. Meanwhile, you know, 65 plus CEO or marketing company, whatever, are completely disconnected. They don't understand why this consumer sees the difference. In the mm-hmm. meanwhile, you have six-figure contract that's going out the window because you missed aligning the right, right voice. It's not converting. Right. So um, it... I don't know. It's just it's just crazy evolving space and it's happening fast. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad we have somebody like you that has the position and the power to put really good and good sound subjective, but quality human beings that really do have qualified voices, experiences and mm-hmm. knowledge um, to, to, to allow them that platform to be in the magazine, put them in front of your audience. And it's gone through a filter mm-hmm. uh, because even it's when not easy to find them. Though. Oh, I believe it. It takes a lot of work. I, I absolutely. Believe how, so how do you find them? Like what is I mean, some of them, I mean. You Google Varsity Human. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. I hope I should have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, some of them, uh, I mean, since I've taken over the whole, uh, we used to have a guy who would find these people, and yeah. he had a lot of celebrity connections, and that's how we got a couple of our celebrity trainers that you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and that was all great, you know, but it's hard to find people yeah. without having to repeat the same people over and over again, Yeah. you know. Um, so I do do a lot of, you know, like if I find somebody like Amber Dodds White, for example, right, she's been in the fitness game forever. She was like one of the original cover models for Oxygen and people, and she's got a great platform and a great voice and she's a good role model for girls and she's on another cast and she talks specifically about that. That She's awesome. Yeah. And she's amazing. And you know, she was an easy sell for me. Yeah. Um, 
but I'll go on her Instagram and look at who she follows and just sort of dig in that way okay. and try and like go back door on different things rather than Googling fitness influencer sure. because who cares? Right. Because they, I mean, there's some really amazing trainers who do have like millions of followers, but I mean, I don't think they have time to do anything for me. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And I don't think I could afford them. Right. So like I would rather have the magic middle people who are amazing women, amazing trainers, amazing coaches, but don't have a platform right? and give them that opportunity. Right. So, um, I mean, that's how I found Angela who's teaching our, uh, warrior shred course. She's a American Ninja warrior athlete, Love. was a gymnast. She was a division three gymnast in college. Okay. Well, she was so just an amazing girl. And I was just like her, awesome. we need her to like yeah. coach something. She's awesome. She's, Different, fresh. Different, new. People don't know who she is, but that's because she doesn't have a platform. So right. here you go. But her niche audience, there was something I read not long ago around digital marketing where companies are now starting to catch wind of actually measuring engagement, not just followers. And you can buy most of these followers as well. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the quote-unquote influencers that are around like 5 to 10K mark are usually ideal because they don't have a lot of, you know, imp or they don't have a lot of followers, but, you know, 90% of them know them, believe them. Mm -hmm. they are, they've been in touch with them. They, they listen right. to what they say and they'll listen th to their advice. Right. Um, so I think that's completely relevant. And these little niche markets, whether it's CrossFit or Ninja Warrior or what have you, um, they're really not little, but they're niche specific. Their audiences are so incredibly loyal while they're smaller. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, massive impact there right. in those specific spots. Well, she was showing me, uh, I can't remember what post she had yesterday. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, 56,000 people engaged with this post. I was like, wow, oh girl. Holy okay. Crap. She's like, I can't even believe it. I'm like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, your episode, your episode on American Ninja Warrior just aired. Oh, okay. Obviously, people are going to engage with you. Yeah. They're, like, following you now. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, and that's a perfect example of you can't really underestimate the power of some of these traditional mediums mm -hmm. um, because it is still relevant. You can see that direct correlation. And if you can put that together with the social media, Instagram, to go back to our initial part of a conversation um, around packaging things, there's, you know, y you don't have to get rid of either side or embrace mm -hmm. one or the other. It's about putting it all together. Right. That's awesome. For sure, yeah. So tell us about, um, if you can, I don't know if it's super top secret, but what's coming out with Amber? What is something that's next that's coming out around oxygen? Uh, with Amber? Or I mean, sorry, not with Amber. <laughs> with Ninja Warrior. Oh, uh, Angela. with Angela. Sorry, too she, many days. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple of courses coming out. Hers is going to come out at the end of September, so it's kind of a fast turnaround. Okay. Um, but she has an eight-week course called Warrior Shred. Okay. And each week you have a different focus, which is new and fresh and different and like yeah. you have a bunch of strength tests that you repeat throughout the course and um you know she has you like write a letter to yourself at the beginning and then you rewrite a letter to yourself at the end and like wow. she has these check-ins and she you know everybody she wants people to be really engaged and at the end the three people who are the most engaged who complete all the tasks or whatever are going to get to go on like this fabulous fitness adventure with her in new york Oh, cool. So that's going to be like the sweepstakes kind of prize. Okay, that's um, awesome. I love the letter writing. That's like yeah. the mental and the physical. Yeah, and she's, you know, she's creative. She's she's really good at that stuff. So sh her course, we're filming that right now. So she's she's killing it. Okay. Um, And then the next course we have, we did in partnership with Clean Eating, which is another one of our publications through AIM. My eyes watering. Sorry, it's making me crazy. Oh, so you're kind of in the sun, <coughs> too. Yeah. Shut that. Um, and uh, so it's... um. 
Jamie Eason Middleton has been a fitness icon forever. She was one of like sort of oxygen original uh, models and coaches and such. Um, She's amazing. She's 43. She's on our cover for the fall issue. She's got two kids. She's a cancer survivor. She was like a fitness model, a professional bikini competitor, cheerleader, like all these things. And she's a trainer. She specializes sort of in like um, fast, efficient at-home workouts. Okay. You know, mom. mom, Hashtag mom life. Yeah. Um, And so she's designing the workout plan. And we hired um, Chelsea Axe. Who okay. is Doctor Axe's wife? Oh, okay. You know, as in Doctor Axe on the online, yeah, got, like that huge website. His wife, so she's like a legit athlete, and she um, has her CSCS, and she's a nutritionist and a chiropractor. I think they're both chiropractors, which is where the doctor comes in. Okay, I think. Um, but she's going to write the nutrition plan. So this is the first time we've partnered with a different publication to sort of go in on both sides usually the trainers also come up with the nutrition but because they're trainers and they're not nutritionists it's sort of like well here's how i eat right here's how you can have success too but i'm not going to program anything for you because i'm not a nutritionist right right. so now chelsea axe is going to she's writing like a it's sort of like a carb cycling program but um a little bit more specific like more like a it's like a hybrid of of intermittent fasting and carb cycling okay so it's going to be interesting I, i'm curious to see what she comes up with but yeah. um it that's the plan that's going to be launching at the end of december so it's sort of like a new year kickstart your fitness kind of thing that's awesome okay yeah, yeah. okay so we're calling it i think that's a uh, 60 day metabolic reset i think that's what we're going to call it and will jamie be on the cover for that one she's on the cover for fall fall got it okay the oxygen challenge that um, Amber uh, and Camille yes. coached. The winner from that challenge is on the winter cover. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So they win a cover. That's so awesome. Yeah. Since we only have four covers a year, that's a pretty big deal. Right. Yeah. Twenty five percent. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. And then, will you have a new challenge come twenty twenty? Yep. It'll be OC6. I do Holy not cow. know who is going to be coaching that yet. Okay. Um, no top secrets revealed today. Nope. No t- <laughs> I, don't have any, I don't have any secrets to reveal. Submit them to Laura. <laughs> it's coming in. Um, yeah, I don't have anything secret. Okay. <laughs> well, it's been cool. I mean, I've only seen like the past, oh my gosh, three, I want to say, two or three. But it's been really cool to see the different approaches and the different views and how they're different and like their mm-hmm. um, training and dieting and whatnot. Um, I shouldn't say diet, nutrition. Um, totally different humans. Mm-hmm. So it's been really cool to see different kinds of people engage and kind of draw new people into fitness and, mm-hmm. and life of wellness. So that's been really yeah. cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, so on that note, how do you think, I know you're a mom of a young six-year-old son, mm-hmm. um, so how do you think, we've talked about this, I think, on a three or four other podcasts with Katie and Amber, former Oxygen cover models, um, about the impact of social media and our young people, particularly mm. our young women. Mm-hmm. Um, we're older. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I came into the social media game a little late. Like it was like after, after it, I came in after I was out of college. So I got Facebook like the year after I graduated ish. So I was kind of late to the game with those things. Um, so I didn't grow up with it. So it's fascinating to me now to see 
high schoolers or middle schoolers engaging and seeing mm-hmm. bombarded with these messages and that's where my heart pieces now come in being on the marketing branding side and be like okay mm-hmm. our young people are seeing this stuff all money and bottom line aside how are we shaping our future with these right. messages that are coming out we're not going to tame it or get rid of it but how can we control mm-hmm. what's going out there and again this is why i love someone like you in the position you're in what do you think that impact is and what do you see firsthand i mean I don't know how it's going to impact. I mean, I have a son. So I I think that women and young women are more impacted by, negatively impacted by social media than than boys. Yeah. Um, Just because they're so concerned with the physical looks. um, And that's just, that's just like. What it is. That just is what it is. That's just society. Um, But, I mean, it's important to, to teach them that, everybody can have a filter yeah you know i could look like i'm 16 if yeah. i have the right filter she does look 16 you by know, the way mm, well <laughs> I'm gonna turn it the other way <laughs> um, she really does <laughs> but but you know i mean it's it's all smoke and mirrors yeah 90 percent of the time and yep. there's uh, you know far and few between people like amber for instance is a really good example of somebody who's got a very positive message and she is a no bullshit kind of person yeah um and she just tells it like it is yeah you know and it's hard to find that kind of a feed on instagram or on facebook which i think facebook is kind of uh, going the way of the dinosaurs yeah from what i've been seeing it's mostly instagram stuff but yeah but you know i mean i I don't know a lot of preteens and teenagers, girls, um, but um, Colleen, my producer, oh yeah, um, was dating a guy who had a seventeen-year-old. Okay, I think it was, and she would pull up all these pictures on Instagram and be like, "Oh, I wish I looked like this girl." And mm-hmm. Colleen's like, "Well, this been photoshopped right here. This right. is a filter." Like. Da da it's da an da avatar, da. so yeah, it's yeah. not even real. And she's like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "Well, yeah. you know." She goes, I'll, "I'll give me a picture of you, and you know, I'll I'll take it, and somebody can transform it into this." You I know? one of the girls I was working, I, she showed me one of the apps. I didn't even know because I thought magazines are legit; mm-hmm. they've got software. These apps are so gangster mm-hmm. now that in a bad way that you can literally look like a different human. You can. It blows really. my mind, and they look real. And it takes like five minutes. Yeah, max. It's crazy. To change exactly what you look like and how you stand and how you sit. I mean, it's all, it's all BS. Yeah, it's all BS. That's. So, I mean, it is, I mean, again, like, but fashion magazines is kind of the same thing. Yeah. And that was sort of like, oh, if you bought fashion magazines and you bought into that whole thing. Yeah. Then you were never satisfied with yourself because you were never going to look like that. You can never afford those clothes or, you know, it's kind of the same thing, but on a cheaper scale. Right. Right. Anybody can be a social media influencer. Oh, well, that's I'm literally sending one of my influencer tank tops, not because <laughs> we're, we're bringing down anyone, but I just want to champion the ones that really are doing it right. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, everybody is an influencer because whether, you know, I'm on the, the business side where we're inspiring people to purchase certain products or lifestyles or what have you. But the real influencer conversation is your influence on your own thoughts and your own self. Like when you're Mm -hmm. consuming this media, yes, it might inspire you to buy a certain product or do a certain training program. Fine. How is it impacting your personal thoughts, which Mm -hmm. in turn impacts your self-esteem, who you are, everything. Well, which is hard for teenagers anyways, because they're lemmings. For sure. You know, they just want to be popular and be, you know, want the boys to want them and whatever. And so they just do what they think is going to make that happen. Right. 
and you know speaking your mind as a girl is not always something that people think is appealing right um that's changing though i hope i hope so too but you know that just means that they're not the right boy for you no girl (laughs) see see this is why and this is literally the base of this podcast it's not about you know famous people or notables or 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 non-notables it's not one thing or another it's people that really have great experience you know wisdom values uh, all this great stuff and they don't necessarily want to put it out to the world and be that influencer but i invite them here and drag it out of them because (laughs) it is what the world needs to hear and um you know as women that have survived this long and gone through some things like there is some wisdom to it if we can streamline anybody's process and their experience um it's incredibly valuable and i think people get so wrapped up in this influencer is it somebody that's famous that has x amount of followers what have you However, when you go to kids and you ask them, you know, who's the most influential person in your life, what have you, it'll be my coach, my dad, my mom, my sister, my best friend. It's people mm-hmm. right around you. So the flip side is embracing and, and recognizing that we really are all influencers and our behaviors are inspiring. I like to say I really don't like the word influencer. Inspiring people to be a certain way, purchase a certain way, live a certain way, but most importantly, think a certain way and think a certain way about themselves. Mm-hmm. And that is game changing. And yeah. we're not talking, again, buying consumer packaged goods. We're talking school shootings and, you know, kids that are contemplating suicide or mental health, mm-hmm. like really heavy conversations. Um, so we won't go down that, those <laughs> ra- larger rabbit holes. But um, just on that note, the, the everyday behavior is so critical, let alone when you are running a magazine and you are, and you know, you know, young people are going to be, looking at this and consuming this content mm-hmm. is a massive responsibility. Well, and, you know, you get criticized no matter what you do. For sure. Like, for instance, I had, oh, and I ripped this lady a new one. <laughs> yes, so I cardio. had this, um, I had a model that I had hired, um, and she had breast implants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just sort of a part of life and fitness. Like, a lot of people have them. Yeah. I have no judgment for or against them. I wouldn't get them myself, but that's a personal choice. Maybe yeah. somebody wants them. So this woman emailed to me this note that said, I think that this woman is a terrible role model for my daughter, and she's got these obvious breast implants, blah, 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 and she just went off. And I was like, you know, I was like, you don't know her story. Maybe she right. had a double mastectomy. Right. Maybe she had years and years of cancer, and this makes her feel like a woman again. Mm-hmm. Who am I to judge that? Right. I'm like, I judged her based on her athletic capacity and her willingness to be a model. Right. I didn't judge her based on her boobs. Right. Because who cares? Right. You know? And you don't know her story. And by so the way, everybody has a breast implant, so up. let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I've never been lean enough to where I really had to consider that, maybe one day. Um, but those, and I think that's another evolving conversation where everybody has that stuff. But you got to get, I mean, I dye my hair. Or you can, I mean, if you want to change your boobs mm-hmm. or your nose or your hair or your eyelashes, like, fine. It's your own personal choice. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with your whether or not heart. you're a good role model for somebody. Right, right. That has to do with your person. Right. You know, your actions, and your actions. Voice. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I do think that's an important piece. What you just said, you can't please everyone. Uh, this day and age, I mean, the, uh, there was some commercials like the Internet hates everything. And well, yep, it kind of does. But well, and everybody, <laughs> nobody is scared to say that they hate something. Right. Because they're anonymous. Right. Which is also really scary. You know? we don't need more hate in the world. No. <laughs> on any true. level. It's crazy. But um, well, so on the note, um, I think Amber and Katie did bring this up on the podcast. They said you guys don't edit anything on any of your covers. Is that right? As no. far as like their bodies and whatnot? No. 
and okay. um, which is huge. And like, that's the amazing. retoucher constantly is like, "Can I just please take?" I'm like, "No, you can't take that out." Yeah, leave the mole. Everything. Leave the mole. Yeah. Leave the stretch marks. Leave the little muffin top. Like that's who she is. Like that's yeah. what she looks like. And I'm not about to, you know, vogue them. Yeah. Because that's not real. Do do you think that's impacted sales or anything like that? I think it would positively no. impact sales, honestly. In our uh, in this oh, day and y- age, I, you mean positively versus negatively? I mean, or either or. I mean, it's so hard to know. Like, yeah, it, any given month, thing. magazine sales are different. Yeah, and I don't think it has much to do with the cover. I think it has to do with the time of the year, sure. whether or not people have money, sure. You know, all the extras. that sort of thing. I, I don't, I don't know necessarily, and like. Yeah, I mean, maybe somebody will grab it off the stands if they think that the cover model looks cool. But, like, right. I would say for the most part, people buy the magazine because they know it. Right. That's what I would say. Right. I, I mean, think I asked um, Amber and Katie, I'm like, do you guys as models or fitness professionals have the opportunity to or have that control over if they do or don't edit? And they said mm, no, which no. blows my mind. And, you know, they also don't have control over which images they pick for the cover. Right. Um for their online courses, I make sure that they're okay with the yeah. images that we pick for marketing. Right. Um, but, I mean, I dated a photographer for like eight years. Yeah. I know how to edit pictures. I know what's good and what's bad and what somebody's going to like and what somebody's going to hate. Right. <laughs> right. You know, and they inevitably, most editors pick something that the model hates because it doesn't look like them. Oh, okay. Right. God, that's so hard, though. Like I, I know, but... Like, that's just kind of how it is. And yeah. like, are they, are their posed funny or like, I don't know. But, um, I mean, Amber was so excited with her cover that we picked the image she liked and she really liked it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, hopefully we can continue on that path and people will be happy with the images that we pick, but you know, I try and make them real and how they look and, well, I mean, they are. you're so hands-on. I mean, the two, I mean, I've been fortunate to see you in action during a couple of these shoots, and you're in, I mean, she's at the shoot engaging with the fitness professional. I don't even like really saying model, not that's a diss, but, <laughs> you know, these fitness, pro- I mean, you're so hands-on in the process. I feel like you cultivate this trusting relationship mm-hmm. where I think that in turn really changes the process moving forward, it forward meaning agreeing on photos, mm-hmm. um, them, their engagement with, like, being excited about the opportunity, which in turn mm-hmm. cultivates towards... Uh, sales and their enthusiasm. So I think that's just such a, a massive piece right. um, of the puzzle. And I don't know if other magazines, uh, if there are as hands-on as you are, I'd assume they're not, but... I have no idea. Okay. But, I mean, from the get-go, I've been involved with the online courses yeah. and work with the coaches, like, from, like, the explanation of what the courses are. Yeah. Because when we first started, they didn't really... There wasn't anything yeah. like that. I mean, now everybody's got a course, but, right. you know help them develop the programming explain to them what's realistic to film in three days because you know most people go way overboard with the programming i'm like you can't film that in three days right can't and they had long some long hours oh my gosh so (laughs) many long hours um you know i mean we've sort of gotten it down to like a science at this point because this is you know we've already been doing this for five years but um yeah i mean it's it's a very hands-on very close-knit sort of process for me yeah just because I do find the coaches and then I ask them what kind of program they want to do and then I help them develop it and then I come to the shoot and I go to the photo shoots and I go to the video shoots and then I do all the back-end 
editing and marketing and dom- downloadables and everything and yeah and all of that so and that's huge and again this is why this cast is what it is because that filter that you provide with your experience your knowledge your heart that's such a huge piece of the game you know that the consumer is getting something that's gone through you and that's something you'll never fully be compensated for you'll probably never be highlighted around no one will ever really know however the consumers all we're looking for is the truth like the most truthful thing which mm-hmm. doesn't happen a lot and that's really hard so it's wonderful that we can know when i pick up a, the oxygen magazine it's gone through the laura filter and we know that <laughs> laura filter that it's good humans good messaging they really know what they're doing they're they're good with their good parents they're good whatever their skill set is outside of fitness mm-hmm. um that's huge so if you're listening <laughs> not all magazines can claim that and go through that so well and i've been deal. trying really hard too because oxygen originally was a magazine for fitness competitors okay like period that was like covered all the shows we you know did bodybuilding type workouts and splits and the only people we ever featured were professional fitness competitors oh okay for a long time <coughs> Um, but when I took over, I was like, I want this to be a magazine for all female athletes. And so slowly I've been introducing different kind of programming and different models. And I mean, I've pretty much turned it around almost a hundred percent at this point. Whereas like, it's not really a fitness competitors magazine anymore. Although our core readers still have that mentality and lifestyle, which is great because they're still active athletic women but you know that kind of training and that kind of skill set in terms of bodybuilding is sort of on the outs okay and more like well-rounded I don't want to say CrossFit type athletes but like women who do all different things sure you know sometimes you go hiking sometimes you do a Spartan race sometimes you go to CrossFit sometimes you go to bar class like sometimes you go to grid boxing whatever like you do all kinds of things because you want to experience all that and you want to be physical in any way possible right and that's the audience that I want to buy the magazine now which is lifestyle which is huge it's like active lifestyle yeah Yeah. um and you know we lack the marketing capacity right now to to advertise as such but hopefully in the next couple years we'll be able to make that push so that I mean even people in my own CrossFit box don't haven't read it really and I brought a box of magazines to a master's competition we did and handed them all out okay and one of my friends Mary was like oh my gosh I loved everything in that magazine yeah. I've never seen it and I'm like okay well now you're girl go now you know it. Yeah. yeah yeah so I think well I haven't I've read Rolling Stone forever just because I've always loved <laughs> music and Madonna Whitney Britney you know my sorority so um outside <laughs> I don't read a ton but now I get the oxygen <laughs> magazines and I'll be out by my super awesome above ground pool <laughs> and reading them. And I actually, it is like you can read cover to cover. Mm-hmm. It's like an album you can listen to the entire time. And I'm not just fluffing because you're on my podcast, but <laughs> it's all good stuff. I, I really like the one, I think it was last issue of um, if the fad was good or not. It was like a love it or hate it. And it was like some of these larger combos around mm-hmm. like hacks of, it was like matcha and something else. Right, right. And it streamlined some of these larger into like mm-hmm. digestible like tidbits. You're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm not buying that anymore. Oh, I right. should buy this. And like it was such great useful info mm-hmm. um, for even the, the humans like us where we can get into the minutia of macros and all the annoying mm-hmm. stuff. And people that are just kind of like, just tell me, what should I, what should I not eat? Right. So it's such a good boundary that's in between. Right. Um, and long term, I think it's really exciting to know that that is becoming more mainstream. So our people are getting healthier. They are mm-hmm. seeking a better way. Right. Um, and outside of us making money or monetizing it, 
the world's getting a little bit, there's a bright mm -hmm. light at the end of the tunnel, I think. Well, I mean, I don't think that there is really a publication that addresses that specific demographic. Yeah. Even though it is sort of like how people are active today. They yeah. just do a collective bunch of stuff. Like, right. I mean, on any given day, I might go paddle boarding or I might just walk my dog or I might yeah. go play with my kid outside or I might go kick ass and CrossFit. Like it just like whatever is happening that day is happening. Right. And it's always going to be something active. You yeah. know, and I think a lot of people that's that's how they are. That's I how they live and that's you that's know who they world. are. Yeah. So you know. Well that's good. Okay. Yeah. Well so if if you could pick anything you want to take oxygen in any direction, what would you do? Well, I Money am the, I am the brand director. Well, this is what <laughs> this is true. But I'm saying like <laughs> no budget, no one you have to answer to, um, no nothing. Like I know this I mean, the world is your oyster anyways, but I anything. want it I would want it to be I would want the brand to represent like all athletes. Okay. I mean, I would want it to be if you no matter what sport you did that you would pick up oxygen because you wanted solid information that was real and true and that would give you uh, as much information as you need on whatever topic it is. Um I mean, I would want to be like the go-to yeah. thing to pick up if you had questions about <coughs> nutrition or if you just wanted to learn about new workouts or that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so just kind of like the lifestyle, like hand guide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, Is there anything com remotely close to that as of right now? I mean, it's it's so hard to say because, like I said, print is sort of uh, – it's it's becoming so narrow in yeah. terms of what's offered in print anymore. And a lot of things are just going online. Yeah. And I haven't really delved too much into what's happening with the magazines that have tra transitioned to online like fitness. And right. um, was it Self? Self went online too, I think. Did they? It? There's no more in print? I think so, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, but, but, you know, like these magazines that used to be like at the top of the game in terms of like fitness magazines that people would buy and subscribe to are just kind of now just online. Right. Um, and as much as I don't want that to happen, I mean, obviously we're going to <coughs> beef up our online component and we're trying to get some sort of a membership type program going. Okay. Kind of like bodybuilding.com has like a whole bunch of gated content that you buy membership, but it won't be expensive. It'll be affordable. But you would get like exclusive content from some coaches, some exclusive workouts, some exclusive insider things, and but you'd also get the print magazine as part of your package. Gotcha. Okay. So we'd be able to keep that going because you know when we do reader surveys, the very first thing they say is we still want the print magazine. Yeah, there is something wonderful it. about it. You, you know, especially your beauty shops or mm -hmm. gyms or whatever. It's nice to be able or to look your pool <laughs> or my pool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got a plethora of oxygen. Can't out can't there. hold a tablet <laughs> in your pool. Not gonna this work out real, very dude, well. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, "What did you buy?" I'm like, "It's so cool." <laughs> um, it's really not, but I do love it. Uh, but yeah, no, it, like I said, it's something in like the photography and print and stuff. I mean, there's just certain attributes around it that are really wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, so you never know. It could be like vinyl where it comes back and it's all the rage. You never know. We're recycling them. We're building yeah. I don't things out. I don't know. Yeah. You never know what's next with this yeah. world. So we'll see. I mean, okay. hopefully in the next couple of years, we'll have a better hand on with the direction that everything is going. Not yeah. just my magazine, but everybody's magazine and all sort of media I would say marketing in general is mm -hmm. all over the map right now. Like, uh, again, I could be with small company that's brand new and they uh, crush social media because that's all they've ever had. <coughs> so they really get it. And then 
with massive multi-million dollar situation that they have no idea because they've never done it so it's mm-hmm. it is it's a it's the wild west as i always say out there right now <laughs> we don't know what's coming so um just so go get out your six shooter <laughs> yeah <laughs> go hang by your pools as long as you can it's crazy um all right well we, we'll wrap up that's tons of phenomenal info um as a strong woman i always want to ask who are the strong women that you look up to oh gosh who are your girls oh my gosh i mean i don't I don't know if I have any like well-known celebrity girls. Well, that, that, I mean, that's why I said um, I mean, most young people would oh say they're parents, have to think teachers. About that one. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. Okay. I mean, there's so many. No teachers or coaches that stand out. <sighs> I mean, fellow coworkers. I mean, I mean, it's just me. I'm I'm, I'm the only you could coworker. Just say you go I go with myself. that. Be like me, yeah. Um, <laughs> lean into that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I would have to, I would legit would have to think about that. Okay. Um, I mean, there are so many people that I admire, but yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't call anybody out. She was just blazing her own trails. No, I'm serious. Like I, I'm not good at like the, like the influencers. (laughs) No, I'm not good at like the, the very like, Oh, What's your favorite ice cream kind of thing? Yeah. Questions like so I'm like, uh, I don't know, I forget. I kind of like them all. <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah, I, I'm I'm somewhat like that. Like I have my like favorites. Yeah. Um, but like not necessarily that I even follow on social media. Uh-huh. Um, because usually my influence or my impact or ins- inspirations pulled from something in my immediate environment, and mm-hmm. that's always changing, as mm-hmm. you know. So it's kind of like it ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. So that's totally a fair answer. Right. Although the next cast, I'll, I'll make you pick out somebody. <laughs> well, you have to let me know in advance so I can think about Give it. Give me the so study like, sheet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Where can we find Oxygen Social? Where can we find you? Give us the tags. Uh, I'm not going to tell you where I live. I mean, not the address. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, Oxygen Magazine is in all of the major supermarkets. It's in the airports. Everywhere. It's in, I don't know if it's in Walmart, Target. It might be. I social. Social handles is is it Oxygen Social Magazine? It's Oxygen Mag. Mag. I think it's oxygenmag.com for the website, but I think at Oxygen Magazine is the social. I think that is or it. Instagram. <coughs> um, but yeah, it's oxygenmag.com for the online. Yeah, yeah, Instagram's Oxygen Magazine. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Facebook is. I, I don't really go on Facebook. <laughs> I know. I don't think anyone does. <laughs> Um, what about your personal uh, Instagram? You don't have to share if you don't want uh, to. What is I'm going to tag I think you it's anyway, at so. <laughs> Lara Oxy editor. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so involved with social media. I, know, I, like, I like you have that separation. <laughs> I'm like, like I mean, I do post stuff, but I don't remember what my own <laughs> Lara <laughs> Oxy editor. Yeah. Just like I'll tag her on all the things, so worry not. Yeah. You can see her at the cross or the um, Ninja Warrior gym. <laughs> she has a bum ankle from it, but it was worth it, right? What's that? I said she has a bone oh. from it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I we were swinging on the rope afterwards. I love it. I still got to be out there. Ding dings. It's real. It's the pretty job, awesome. The job, being on the job is tough. We went rock climbing at that. Oh yeah. That How was that? Earth, was it Earth Tracks? Yeah. Oh my I God. haven't been over there either. That place is amazing. Yeah, I've heard it's awesome. I have never seen a bigger rock wall in my life. Okay. It was huge. How long did you spend there? Uh, we were there about an hour and with okay. Angela, but. And she, you know, she had like her ninja warrior buddies there who were like freaking <laughs> scaling the walls and monkeys. The ceiling. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> but they, we went, we just did bouldering. Oh, okay. I mean, I was like, I haven't been rock like 
in a rock climbing gym Dude, in a you're decade. With, like the, these guys that are like pros, right. right? Okay, but none of them were like doing any of the ballet stuff. Okay, and I was like, I kind of remember how to do that, but I don't really know. I don't oh want to drop your ass on the ground. She's yeah. like, Yeah, I don't want to drop your ass on the ground. So we just did boulder. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I would have been. It was hard. Yeah, that's. They're very body weight. So I'm not. <laughs> I'm here to deadlift and move <laughs> weight because I yeah picking myself up gymnastics. God bless you guys. Yeah, I like that part. Love I like it. the monkey part. It was fun, but hard. Yeah, but it's an amazing place. Like uh, I've heard it's amazing. And they have like a whole little gym area too. So like if you joined there, you could do rock climbing. And they had like a functional training. They had like a yoga room. They oh, had like okay like a bunch of lifting racks. They had everything. Well, as you said, everybody's kind of doing a little piece of everything nowadays. Yeah. So that's exactly what it I is. I mean, if I had a rock climbing gym close to me, I'd probably go. Oh, I believe but that. There isn't one. Sign in Connecticut. Really? It's like the middle of Connecticut, nowhere. Connecticut, look alive. Well, you <laughs> can put it out there now. Connecticut, we need some rock climbing gyms. <laughs> I'm sure um, they have one, but it's like an hour from me. <laughs> Plus, you're always traveling. So just fly oh. to Denver. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I'm here enough. I could probably just join one here. <laughs> well, on that note, um, thank you so much for coming. She drove like 45 minutes in traffic to come over here, which I genuinely appreciate. Um, I'm super excited to highlight voices like hers and her story. Um, we didn't get the super details. So we'll have to do another cast at some point. But <laughs> phenomenal info. Check out Oxygen. Check out what Laura's doing. And um, the people and the, the messages she sends are really awesome. And they diluted basic space that's out there. Um, she's, she's putting some bright lights and some good info. So check her out. Um, thank you very much. Thank you. Anything else you want to share? Mm. No. Favorite color. You don't want to. No favorite <laughs> color. No favorite ice cream. Um, but no, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and we'll we'll do another one soon. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. You're just gonna have to have favorite everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yay! That was so good. <laughs>Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.